0: Hi, everyone, it is Monday, the 14th of December 2020. This is your daily 10 minute business and finance news wrap. Uh, Later, how the iron ore price will help the government's bottom line. But first, let's start with the Australian share market. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.3%, 6,660. We are now only 6.8% lower from the pre-pandemic record high. Afterpay was a standout today, uh, gaining nearly 9% on an index rebalance, which will tell you about in a few moments the commonwealth bank was the best of the big four up 1.9 percent but iron ore miners weighed on the market fortescue off by 3.4 percent the australian dollar still quite strong 75.4 us at the close of trade for more on the day's action i spoke earlier with julia lee from Berman invest julia the market is up today why
1: We're seeing a good session for the Australian share market and part of that is that we have seen US futures pointing to a positive session in the US tonight. One of the things helping sentiment is the fact that Brexit talks have been extended, so that's helping the positive sentiment around the region. But having a look across the sectors and tech is a clear standout, up by 3%. We are also seeing the banks doing well, up by 1%. And of course, ahead of that Christmas spending season, consumer staples and consumer discretionary, both up 1% to 2%.
0: A few companies hit record highs today, what can you tell me about that?
1: We have seen a strong gain in the Australian market uh, since COVID-19 hit. And that means more and more companies are hitting these record highs. Today we've seen Westfarmers Zero as well as Afterpay all hitting record highs. I guess Westfarmers is in a very much of a sweet spot. It's in the area of hardware, office works, as well as apparel, all areas which have been benefiting from COVID-19 spending and the lockdown. So it isn't surprising that we are seeing a bit of a run out up ahead of that key Christmas trading period and of course in that tech space we are seeing uh, some of those technology stocks doing well, some of that due to some of the index rebalancing we're going to see over the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, can you tell me more about this index rebalancing because aren't we going to see Afterpay now become one of the top 20 companies?
1: (laughs) Index rebalancing usually happens every quarter, and this is where we see the benchmark index like the ASX 200 or the ASX 20 uh, seeing a rebalancing. That means some companies are taken out and some companies are put in. The benchmark 200 is the key one here, and we will see a number of companies coming out of the index including Avita, as well as uh, Cooper Energy and Western Areas we'll see entering into the index, Reese as well as Kogan now usually when you inter- enter into a benchmark index you see the ETFs or the passive index following funds having to buy the stocks that are in that index this time round, it's a double whammy for Afterpay, not only is it going to be included in the ASX 20 index for the first time but it will also be included in the ASX 50 for the first time. So afterpay shares surging on the market today and we've seen it reaching a record high.
0: We're coming close to the end of the year. Does the way the market bounced back following that COVID slump surprised you?
1: I think the speed of uh, how fast we've recovered has uh, surprised me as d- did the initial downturn that we saw in March however there is a saying that you should buy during recessions because if you buy once the recession has passed most of the gain has already passed as well and that's certainly the case here and if you had bought during the recession in March you would have done very well in terms of the market today but with that stimulus helping to boost the business cycle over the next four years that should be supportive of the business environment and the environment for making profits
0: looking back at the year what do you think for you was the corporate story of the year
1: for me, it's really a theme and that is uh, ESG, environmental, social and governance. And we saw a number of companies being impacted by this. Here domestically, companies like iSign, this and even Rio Tinto with the Junkin George and overseas, of course, looking at companies like Wirecard, which was a huge fraud over in Europe. So ESG, I think is only going to increase um, to have it importance in investors minds especially those large institutional investors which are making these investment decisions
0: and speaking about themes how do you see the market playing out in 2021 and what do you think will be the major themes
1: First of all, I'm very bullish on the market, which means I think that we are going to have a good run at least for the next one to two years. Once we have a recession, it is all about reset and growth, and that's a positive backdrop for investments and the stock market. Secondly, the Aussie dollar strength in the last few months has been incredible. And now there are forecasts that we're going to see 80 US cents being hit by uh, next year. That means I think the Reserve Bank is going to be under pressure to raise interest rates. So I wouldn't be surprised by the second half next year to see a focus on increasing interest rates due to the strength of the currency as well as the strength in the Australian economy. And that means that things like banks are going to be well bid on and we'll probably see a strong year for the banks because we've already started to see that rotation.
0: Julia Lee there from Berman Invest. Let's now take a closer look at iron ore and the benefits to the government. Because while the trade war has hit exports of products like wine, beef, barley, lobsters and coal, Deloitte Access Economics says we've more than made that up in overall terms thanks to iron ore, which has surged to a seven-year high of more than 150 US dollars a tonne. Prices have been driven up by a range of factors like low interest rates, supply concerns out of Brazil and falling iron ore stockpiles in China. And while analysts don't expect China to impose restrictions or tariffs on Australian iron ore due to its reliability on the commodity, Deloitte says investor concerns are also playing a role. With more about the benefits to the government,
2: here is Deloitte Access Chief Economist Chris Richardson bunch of better news on the economy flowing through to the budget. Um, part of that good news is coming off the back of the trade war with China. Now, not if you're in in beef or barley or wine or lobsters, um, but what's happening in iron ore, where the price has risen a lot, is helping the budget. Now, the price has risen a lot uh, for a range of reasons, uh, lower interest rates, uh, a lower US dollar, uh, what's happening weather-wise, all, all those sorts of things. But one of them is the sort of fear tax. Markets are worried that iron ore might get caught up in this trade war too, so uh, the steel mills are buying now rather than later just in case, and so are the speculators that's pushed the price up and helped the budget.
0: Yeah, Mr Richardson expects this week's mid-year economic and fiscal outlook will show a $3 billion improvement in the 2020-21 budget deficit and more than $15 billion by 2023-24, largely due to higher iron ore prices and a faster than expected economic recovery. But what about the world ahead and the year ahead? Well, Mr. Richardson says COVID has changed quite a fair few things.
2: One thing has changed as a result of COVID. You know, usually if the economy was having ups or downs, you could leave it to the Reserve Bank and moving interest rates to respond to that. And and the budget, the government of the day, could concentrate on longer term stuff. We can't do that anymore. Uh, For four or five years, maybe even for a full decade, the Reserve Bank will be pedal to the metal on interest rates. So at some stage uh, in the next few years, if the economy runs into a bit of heavy weather... We won't be able to turn to the Reserve Bank. We will need the government of the day to, to cut taxes and boost spending temporarily.
0: Chris Richardson there from Deloitte Access Economic Studies, SBS on the money for this Monday, the 14th of December 2020. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me at BusinessRicardo on Twitter and on Instagram.